Nathan, no introduction this week. No, because our man who sits across from me next to you has been busted again. What's he done? Now, a couple of weeks ago, we saw him within some fantastic content sprouting Uniqlo. Mm-hmm. Well, this week, I was just going through Instagram and I found him singing for his supper for a, another brand. In fact, I have it. What's here. the brand? The brand is. Well, you might like to help well, us out here. You're talking about the car. I am talking about the car. But I'm an ambassador for Fern Tree Gully, well, Kia and Hyundai. Let's, I can understand that because yeah. a car has no yeah. value apart from what you pay for it exactly. each month. But I did see the photo. I was being a bit <laughs> facetious at the start. What I don't understand is, Matthew, why you are wearing a Richmond hat <laughs> and a Richmond Club issue tracksuit warm-up top. Now, Hang on, before you chime in here. Do I get a right of reply? Yeah, of course nope, you do. Right. You always get a right of reply. But I think you've, uh, you've you've wandered into – you've been out of the game for a while now and you're always pretty cool when you play the game. Yeah. But I think you've started to wander into nuffy territory <laughs> at the moment wearing club issue tracksuit pants and a club issue hat like, oh, I'm Richo, I used to play. I Look, this is the sort of shit Joffa gets up to, mate. Okay. You've wandered in. Joffa. To an area with okay. Joffa. Joffa. Now, you don't Joffa. want to be known as Richmond's Joffa, okay. but that's where you're heading. Okay. That's the path you're on. Now, point taken. Hey, all can right. we just play it before you have your reply? Because we'll I've got it here. Morning. Let's see if this works. Hey, Richo here. Just want to thank all the crew at Fern Tree Gully Kia for the great car. Can't wait to get it out on the road. It's a good and car. Can you do it? All right, so there it is. Coming out for my free car too, Cam. So what happened, Nathan, is I went into Richmond yesterday. As you know, I work at the Richmond Football Club. I do a podcast there called yep. Talking Tigers. When you go in is there, it, do you have to wear the yeah. jacket? Yes, I do. And the hat? Because we film footage for the website as well for okay, Richmond. No. So I need to wear the sponsor's product. Right. Now, I wasn't so, at – Now, li- now listen. Yeah. listen. Now – I was in at Richmond working and I got a call from Cam at Ferntree Gully Kia and Hyundai and he said, mate, we need that car back. I've sold it. I need it back this afternoon. Can you bring it out? So I had my work gear on. I wasn't planning on going out there and then I got sprung to do that video when I got out it there. Is, That's why I had the Richmond gear I will on. say that it is a second. I find it hard to believe that you didn't have a backup set of kit. Correct. No, I didn't. I wore my Richmond top and into the Richmond because I was working. This is the second bit of content he's done where he wears the Richmond hat. It's just got the big R. That It looks like it's a Richo hat as well. <laughs> Let it go, mate. You right. finished a long time ago. Okay, did I take on board? You're actually on TV every week on Channel 7. People know who you I know. are. Yeah. Did I take on board the them. flat peak cap? Did I take that on board? Yep, you did. I'm going to take this on board as well. Okay, so Richo is gone. That's amazing. Guess jump on Richo's Instagram before the 24 hours up the story. It is magnificent. Hey, a couple of big sporting events wrapped up this week. Means our sleeping patterns can go back to normal. We're staying up very, very late. We would have wrapped up. You're a cricket fan. I just I want am. your take on that. That was Fa- absolute farcical. Absolute yeah. farcical. Uh, I I've been quoted in every major paper around the country this week. Brownie saying that, that, <laughs> that it is farcical. It, how, how hard is it to run? It how hard is it? To, correct. Win. How hard is it to run another over? Takes Play an extra minutes. over. There's going to be an asterisk on this win forever. Do you think, Nathan, that perhaps they didn't anticipate it being a tie after an extra over? Surely. I don't reckon they had a rule for it, did they? Yeah, that because there's a tie and then an extra tie after the extra over. You just, you just play another over. You go, okay, we're going to play another over. 
Who does it hurt? Is there commitments like a, for the yeah. TV or is that the excuse they're it, using? It's like a, uh, a soccer penalty shootout. You keep going to someone going. wins. Exactly. Surely you just they had balls another this up. The yeah. only good thing I like it is that we can now hang it over the palms that they still haven't won a World with Cup. With an asterisk. Because yeah. yeah. they have not won it. What about Wimbledon? Are you happy I, with how that ended? No, I'm no. not. I'm a massive Federer fan. Most people are. And since when did you get to 12 all in a fifth set and then you go to a tiebreaker? I'd rather yeah. just be six all and yeah. then go to the tiebreaker yeah. or leave it the way it was well, and have two ahead. I've got no idea. That's that's it. They've plucked a number for I didn't even way. know it was a rule. It just yeah. it happened. But it was always going to happen, wasn't it, yeah. at some point? Because they only brought it in, I think it was two years ago, so they changed that well, rule that, because games were going, I think. Well, they um, had a game at Wimbledon a few years went ago. 26-24. There was, was one that went into the 40s, I'm sure. Which was, was ridiculous, yeah. yeah. And it, it buggers up all their TV coverage and obviously, yeah. Um, the, the next game coming on. So you can understand that. But yeah. for the Wimbledon final, you either make a hard and fast rule, six all, tiebreaker as normal, or you go to yeah. two extra games. Oh, I agree. Radio ratings came out this week. Now, you guys are on different sides of the table. Who yeah. show You go the 3AW, Brownie, you for Triple M. You love sprouting about that, that you keep winning the footy. Yep. You didn't. We came second this time. 3AW, Richo has trumped you. 3AW won. No. They did. They did. I, I just said that. Yeah, you're deaf. <laughs> no, but you try like and Yeah, listeners. don't you? You no, always claim to spin it. Maybe you hearing like they, your listeners. They try and spin oh. it. They try and spin it. What are you saying about the listeners? Well, it's, it's clear. So our target market at Sportsbet is who, Hummer? Uh, men probably aged under 60. Okay. So Triple M... Loves the under 55. So everybody under 55 that still has their own heart or their own <laughs> pulse, we try to target. And in that demographic, we absolutely smash that out of the park. It's something like 14 to 2. But when you add back in all people, so it's 10 plus every person up to the oldest person in Melbourne who just put their wireless on in the background for fun because they've got nothing else to do, Ooh, then that's where they get their okay, ratings from. Okay, so Hummer, at 3AW, you don't make excuses. We just had more listeners. Yep, well, Plain correct. I'm with you. We've got <laughs> the listeners see, we need. Good to see 3AW winning. Brennan Goddard spoke this week. He had some comments. What, do you agree with it? I mean, you, you guys, he played. So you you on his in his camp? Yeah, I don't mind it. I, I think that the game is very different now and players have more of a say and they're very keen I think they have too much of a say. Yeah, and Ross Lyon trying to defend Nat Five, saying, you know, he's being targeted. Come on. It's, it's a game of AFL football. It's We can't take that out of the game. Players need to harden up a bit. And yep. I think Nat Five would be a little bit flat people going into the defence of him. Yeah. I don't think he's commented on it, has he? No. Personally? I, I, you know what it was from, for me? I, I think it was just a classic diversion, diversion. from Ross. I think Ross was just trying to take away the fact that Freo have hit a bad patch. They're under the pump in the press, so I reckon he was just trying to divert a little bit of attention. But yep. I'm not sure Nat would have enjoyed it. I'm with no. you. I, I would have been – if I was Nat Fife, I'd be going, oh, Ross, don't – you know, I'm a tough, hard player. Who I don't played well. Yeah. yeah. You don't need your mummy or your daddy to look he after you, He kicked three goals. He played well. I don't think he needed Ross to say that. Uh, the, the game you were speaking about at Wimbledon, John Isner – that's it. Versus Nicholas Mahut, 70-68. That's right. <laughs> Went into <laughs> – That's that's why they bought it. <laughs> it was in a cramp. <laughs> there was no way known Federer and Djokovic were going to go that far, surely. Uh, Alan Richardson sacked this week. We've got our third caretaker coach. Now, we opened a market yesterday, Brownie, and Brad Scott absolutely slammed into $1.50 to take over at the helm. Do you think it's a done deal? We opened at three fifty into $1.50. I think everyone's assuming because there's a pretty strong relationship between Simon Lethlane and yep. Brad Scott. I but then that's dangerous in itself. It is. And Lethleen's got a couple of his 
mates there. He is very good mates with Dan Hanbury. We're not saying yeah. that they got Dan Hanbury because of the, the connection between those two, but there's another guy there that his name escapes me at the moment that is a good mate of Leth Lens that he's brought in, and now this would make Brad Scott. That would make three Ooh. or four, which you know it does make it dangerous if it doesn't work out. If it works out, all well and good. But you live and die by what, uh, what 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 you choose. I don't care how good a coaching record Brad Scott's got and whether everyone thinks he's the man for the job at St Kilda. I think any club now that is looking to appoint a new coach, you still have to put the application out there, see how many people come back, narrow yep. it down to your three or four best candidates. But I still think you have to have a thorough process. You can't just appoint Brad Scott. It was a bit of a talk that maybe North Melbourne weren't going to go through with that process anymore because they had to be reassured. Yeah. But I, think I still, still think they to. should be able to go through the process. I think you still have to, definitely. But I, I, I think it's looking likely that Brad Scott is the man at St Kilda. Are you wearing an undershirt, Randy? Yeah, I've got a – it's actually a Uniqlo one. <laughs> Is it Would really? you believe it? It's a real thin sort of base you layer type. You should have asked me. I'm an ambassador. Well, I've been asking for some priests. It reminds me for people asking things yeah. uh, for, to do for you. This this peanut over here asked me a long time ago. He goes, I just want to get into footy, you know. I, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Don't Hutchie, bring this up. Hutchie man. had shown some interest in him when he used to yeah. um, sub in for me every now and again on um, he did. Hutch and I get footy well. SA, Craig footy Hutch WA. Yep. Yeah. So he goes, look, I'm, I'm happy to do anything. I'm happy to do anything for free. He goes, maybe a boundary riding role. I said, no problems. Leave it with me. I'm not bad. So I text Hutch. I said, mate, you remember Hummer? <laughs> um, you showed some interest in him a while back. Yeah. He's happy to work for free. He just wants to start somewhere. Could be a boundary riding role. Yeah. So that was yeah. before round one. I remember sending the text message. Yeah. I was going to Carlton Richmond round one, walking from here to the MCG. Yeah. Clearly remember, just as I walked into the car park, it's hot, I was sweaty. He goes, no problems, mate, leave it with me. So that was March 22. <laughs> yeah. Still with him. <laughs> hey, what just, are you bringing that up for? I've got a quick story. I just something happened to me the other day. I Ooh. think you'll find pretty funny. But, Nate, I believe the Triple M boys found your Juddy song pretty funny. Yes, they did. What? Remember, why didn't you, why didn't you give us song? any credit for that? Um, we're, we're I just didn't pod- fit into the marketplace and I was told because they have a competing sponsor that I wasn't allowed to mention. Mm. So Triple M oh, have different fair enough. sponsors and uh, old uh, doodle Benny Dixon comes on and does his little thing that we normally yeah. do. Yep. So they just said, out of respect, please uh, don't mention I guess fair enough. sports. They didn't, they didn't like it. Have you heard the response from it? I thought they liked it. No, they gave me a hard time. It was, it, was, it was good, but they gave you a hard time on they air. They gave me a hard time on air, but as soon as we went off air, they said, great job, good content, well done for falling on your own sword because they got to laugh and hang shit good, on me. Good bit of creative writing. You guys yeah. will laugh at this. You, you know when you have a lover's tiff, you know, in the car, you know, mm-hmm. you, yep. a bit of, bit of road rage, a bit of backseat driving yep. going on. I was driving my car the other day and we're, me and my wife, Jen, were having a bit of a lover's tiff and it – Got a little bit heated. Mm. We're getting a bit agitated with each other. And <laughs> it's a rough spot. The car. I just thought oh, I'm going to call. <laughs> I'm going to call Jen's bluff here. I'm going to stop the car and get out, and tell her that I'm going to walk home. So <laughs> I pulled the car over, and I've said no more of this. I said I've had enough. I said I'm walking home. I'm not putting up with this anymore. <laughs> so I got out of the car. How far from home? Oh, a good two and a half, three k's from Ooh. home. So I got out of the car and I started walking and I got about 150 metres. I noticed Jen got out of the car, got in the driver's seat and I thought, beauty, she'll pull she up here. <laughs> <laughs> she kept driving. I had to walk three k's all the way home. <laughs> That's good for oh, She called my bluff in yeah. I like that. Well done. Burning question time, Rich. It always comes at the top of the show. You just tackle the big issues. Yes. We've had a crack at society. Mm. 
Our table manners are going to the dogs. Our toilet things. manners are going to the dogs. Yeah. You, what, what else are you worried well, about today? I'm worried about you this week, Hummer. Nathan, Me? this oh. has come across my desk, a couple of your colleagues out in the office here at, at Sports no, no. Better. Brought something to my attention. Now, <laughs> most people in the morning, you're a creature of habit in the morning. You, yep. You, you, yep. you have a routine. You know, I get up, you jump <laughs> in the shower, you brush your teeth, you go downstairs, you do everything in the same order. You, you get the kids up, mm-hmm. you give them yep. breakfast. You know, you have your toast, you have your coffee. Most people have got a pretty set routine in, they the, do. in the morning. It's important to have a routine. Now, I'm really? sure you've got one, Nathan. Now, it's come across <laughs> my desk here that Richard has a routine. And I find my, the burning question is this week <laughs> is Richard losing the plot, right? That is yep. the burning question. Have I lost the plot? Because you know what Richard's routine is every morning, Nathan? What is it? Next to his bed is a bottle of Jamison's whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> right? And he wakes up in the morning and the first thing he does is have a shot of Jamison's because he thinks it just gets him going for the day. I think this is guy true, is really dude. watching is true. way it too many true. movies. He's obviously watched Barfly with Mickey Rourke a couple of occasions. That yeah, is, that I is do. utter bullshit. Is that it true is, or not? It is true no, because it's, what, it's the same as having a coffee. I have it as soon as I wake up and then What's I go my shower just because it warms you up. It gets, gets me up going. and then I go and have a shower. I'm ready to start the day. Have I've, you ever seen Leaving Las Vegas with Nicolas Cage? No, I haven't. Really? No. Go home tonight and watch that movie, I guarantee you, you won't have the Jamisons tomorrow morning. I don't reckon he does anyway. I reckon that's made up. Made it up. Richo, you yes. are going to rack up the frequent flyer points this week. I was just having a chat outside. Yeah. We were waiting for Brandy to come into the studio. Having a look, you are going everywhere. It's a busy week. Going to Adelaide? We're going to Adelaide Friday night for Ooh. the Crows game. Mm. Saturday. Casino Friday night? No, no, no. No, I won't be because then I've got to get up Saturday morning go to Brisbane for right. Brisbane and North Melbourne. Ooh. Sunday afternoon, duck across to Alice Springs. So you're going Melbourne to Adelaide, Adelaide to Brisbane, Brisbane, Alice Springs, Alice Springs, back yeah. to Melbourne. All in the space of less than what, 72 hours. As a, as a commoner, and yeah. it's funny you bring up the, the Crown Casino, what's it like when you when you travel as media like this on, on these big away games? Like, is it great fun after the game? Do you, do you slide into the casino and you catch well, up with everyone? You don't really, do you? The night games are a bit hard, like, because if you're up early in the morning for a flight, because most guys have got another game. So if you do Friday night, most games like Richo and me, we've got game Saturday, so you can't really go out on the piss. And You're sort of up first thing, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, and then Saturday night, um, if I'm out Saturday night, I've got Auskick Sunday morning at uh, 8 a.m., so I get the 6 a.m. flight. But what is funny is getting all the boys together in the car, so you, when you're at the airport from there yep. to the cars when you come up with most of your content, so – that's pretty fun. That's you your do. production meeting. Yeah. Do you enjoy travelling? Like, do you enjoy doing the, the away games? I don't mind it. You do. Oh, I enjoy travelling. It's good to get away. But you know, every man needs some time. You'd have some good war stories, Just, wouldn't well, you? I've got one re- regarding Brian Taylor. I might have oh. mentioned on this show before. Thanks. You mentioned Brian has, Taylor continues to get has, mentioned on this show. Has no patience. eating habits. Has no. No, that is not true. <laughs> has, has no patience, BT, and a little bit like getting up in the morning. You have your shot of Jamisons. Mm. When Brian travels, he is he is a creature of habit and he has a routine. So everyone else is in the boarding lounge waiting, the Virgin Lounge or Qantas Lounge, waiting to get on the flight. When you're in the lounge, you wait till they call your flight, don't you? Yep. yep. You wait and then yeah, you why, leave. Why else would you? Well, why would you? Yeah. Why would you leave? Brian likes to leave early because he has to be the first person on the plane. Yeah, that's weird. Now, that one, is weird. One night in Perth, we're getting the red eye home from a Saturday night game. Sure enough, 15 minutes before we're boarding, out walks Brian. Leaves the lounge. We're all sitting there laughing, going, why would you leave now? Brian has to be first on. He gets down there. They call our flight. We start walking down. Brian, of course, is first on the plane. He's already on the plane. We get halfway down to the gate and there's another announcement saying that they've stopped boarding our plane 
because of a technical issue, Ooh. but the people that were already on the plane, which was Brian Taylor only, <laughs> had to stay on the flight. So we went back to the lounge, had a few had more a beers. <laughs> Two hours we had to wait. So we're texting Brian on the plane. How's the uh, plane? He was the only one on there. He was the only person on the plane. <laughs> oh, well, they wouldn't let him off. No, like, we couldn't get off because there was an issue with the scanner at the oh. gate. So he was already scanned in, so he had they to can't stay, stay on. He, uh, he has to be first on the plane. I find funny when you travel and when you're a player, the young guys who travel for the very first yep. time and you've got the buffet there um, and they and they lay it on. I'm, it might be different these days, but there'll be chicken, there'll be beef, there'll be pasta, there'll be some – might be some pizza, there's ice cream. There's all yep. sorts of things yep. that normally – you try and gravitate to what you normally eat at yeah. home. So I might have Ooh. some spaghetti bolognese, which is normally there. You always have pasta the night before a game. Yeah. Yep. Um, but uh, I remember Patrick Wiggins I played with at the Bulldogs. It would have been late yeah. 90s, 2000, 2001. We're on uh, <clears throat> a camp once and the food was laid on. Like they went over the top of the oh. food. But there was a few guys that uh, couldn't finish the run because of the amount of food that we've had. And yep. I believe that he was one of them. So we got back to have dinner this night Um and the fitness coach got up and gave us an almighty spray gun. For overeating. How, how about you blokes be um, responsible, be professional, don't have the food. The food is there. You eat what you need and then you move on. What and you have at home yeah. normally. Yeah. So I see Patrick Wiggins who's got about three slices of um, bacon in his hand <laughs> while this spray is going off and his hand slowly goes down into his pocket like that and he slid the bacon into his pocket and then when the fitness coach walked off and turned his back, he's gone and put about three bits of bacon <laughs> And from then on, he was known as Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind. That's, that reminds me of Jake King on road trips. Everyone would have the pasta or the rice, yep. the carbs. Jake King, the only thing he eats is steak and potatoes. Steak That's and it. Potatoes, so yeah. we'd be on an interstate trip and everyone would be having the bolognese and, yeah. and the rice. Jake would have a steak. steak. They'd bring out a steak for Jake. Well done. Cook really well done. Rare, really? He's not into the, no. the, no. the rare or the with medium a, rare. With and a big roast spud. That's oh, all he eats. It's not bad. Jeez, it's hard the to say no. His neck at the moment. Why is his neck so big around oh, here not, these days? He does a lot of weight. It's <laughs> hard to say no at the buffet, isn't it? Is. it is, that is one of the hardest things. <laughs> does a lot of Russian shrugs, does he? He's a big boy. Now, if you're listening for the first time, we introduced a game, a little of a quiz called the stat game. Now, basically what happens is I ask a – normally with a player and I'll say a particular stat, whoever gets closest wins. Now, Richo, mm-hmm. you've come to an almost unassailable lead. We've only got a couple more episodes left of this podcast. Yeah. You're already up to zip. But yeah. we're going to change things a little bit differently. This, this time, rather than AFL players, Brownie, we're going to go – the lifespan of animals. All right. I oh, like it. Okay. Mm. Yep. So just, you know, changing it up. A bit different. The lifespan of who, – who's going first each time? You can go first. I'll go first. Yep. The lifespan of a Greenland shark. A Greenland shark. Yep. Okay. 130 years. Okay. I'll say 80 years. Brownie, 272 years old. Mm, I know the animals. Wow. All right. <laughs> Okay. Brownie one. Brownie one. The lifespan of a mayfly. A mayfly. A mayfly. I'll say, I'll go first this time. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll say a week. 48 yep. hours. 24 hours. Nathan Brown. Talk about uh, insects. Bringing, uh, living your last. Okay, I was trying to say a very funny okay. stat then. Next one. <laughs> the lifespan of an ocean quahog clam. You need to get this right to stay in the competition. I'll go first this right time. On. Clam. 
clam, an ocean quail. Four months. Four months. I'll say fifty years. Four hundred and ten years. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long time. Isn't it? that's, that's an old clam. <laughs> Be a bit tough, wouldn't it? Be a bit tough. Need some pepper and salt on that one, wouldn't you? <laughs> You'd be marinated for a while. The lifespan of a sloth. A sloth, a three-toed sloth. I don't know what the three, but yeah, just the, I saw the a things. sloth in Costa Rica. Did you? Oh, I'm going to say a sloth lives for 20 years. Ooh. I'm going to go 19 years. 19 years. The answer is 30 years. Yes, that's too all. It's too all, which means we go to the tiebreaker. You've come back here, mate. Lifespan of a jellyfish. A jellyfish. A jellyfish. Uh, okay. 110 years. Ooh. A jellyfish. Yep. I'm going to say 10 years. Technically, I probably shouldn't have asked this because it was a trick question. Uh, the answer is immortal. Immortal. They don't die. He's closer. Well, Three, two. Well, I've got another one. That's a win. All right. No, we don't need Brownie. So Brownie wins. Three, two, which means Brownie, you go to one. Richo, you go to two. We might go back. We might go back to the AFL players. That's all right. Go back next week. Trumpet Award. Well, 26 points to the AFL. I dare say they're never going to be caught for the worst on Christo, 18. Essendon Football Club, 9. Carlton Football, 8. Well, for the best on Lockie Neal, still leads on 17 from Canelio, who will not get any more votes this year. Jeremy Cameron, 7. Patrick Cripps, 7. All right. Best on we'll do first, Matthew. I we gave one vote to Brody Majacek. Um, I thought without him the other night, they don't win the game. 19 disposals, 10 marks and four goals against the West Coast Eagles, travelling away in yeah. a one-point win. Pretty big. Ben Brown, I didn't think he could do any more as a tall forward. He kicked six. He probably could have kicked eight. He marked a footy. He jumped at it. He took some rippers. Ben Brown for two votes. He's, get, he's getting better and better, Ben yeah. Brown, isn't he? And Josh Dunkley. He's had a month of good footy at the moment. 39 disposals, two Ooh. goals, and played on Clayton Oliver for various parts who did nothing. I don't think you could play better than Josh Dunkley. I uh, I gave one to Jared Lyons. Why, oh, why did the Gold Coast Suns uh, let him go? Don't I can't. Know. He is playing unbelievable footy at Brisbane. He was great. That great win they had over Port. I gave two to Brody Mycheck as well. They Ooh. needed a tall forward to stand up. Cox kicked three. But my check, as you just said, Nathan, was outstanding. One of the reasons they won that game. And back in form, the Pies. And three, you couldn't play better than Josh Dunkley no. did. He, his numbers, he had 15 tackles as well. Yeah. Kicked a couple of goals. Very um, very similar, yeah. apart from Ben Brown and um, yeah. Jared Lyons. They yeah. were. Well, that Josh pro- Dunkley was unbelievable. Josh Dunkley comes into the top five after that. All right. Hey, now the spicy ones, Brownie. Yep. I gave one vote. Uh, it's one of my favourite players in the competition too. Orazio Fantasia oh. has had a very lean five weeks. He was shot. He was shit ass. He was my one leg. I didn't get in my same game multi. You know what hurts? I reckon he didn't have much of a preseason. He's had a few injuries. Very hard think- to get that fitness. Back and get that game You've style. You've got to do a preseason. Yeah. Do you think that talk of him going back to Adelaide's got inside his head a little bit? Mm. Maybe. That was only last week, though, leading into this week. He'd already had a pretty yeah. poor three weeks. I reckon it was about three Two votes, um, and I'm starting to agree with Kane Cornsey. Of Port Adelaide, oh. they get up for certain games, but they're mentally weak when they can't get up for others. So they should have been better against Brisbane, but they get up for the Adelaide for the showdown. Do they, they get, get up, up this week? Against Geelong, and they beat Geelong over there. Do they... And then they, they lose play the Bulldogs. At the MCG Saturday. Well, 
They probably knows? get up for it. Who knows? Yeah. But two votes for them and three votes. We've already spoken about Ross Lyon, but making excuses for Nat Fife and the deviation tactics for Ross Lyon. Yeah, I gave one to Ross. Um, Rossi. For, for the reasons we've already talked about today. I love Ross Lyon, but I reckon he, uh, he'd like his time again there. Didn't need to do that. Two to the Gold Coast Suns again. That You, you lose two weeks in a row by the 90. The bottom's dropped out, hasn't it? 90 oh. points. I feel for Stuart Jew because I, I think he probably is a good coach, but – just can't get it all happening there at the moment. I gave three to Port Adelaide in their first quarter. What were they doing? Just just put your head over the footy and win the footy and not worry about going around trying to manhandle Lockie Neal. Mm. Um, Brisbane put their head over the footy and won the game, blew it out of the water in the first ten minutes, and I just thought Port were over the top. That nonsense doesn't work anymore. No. Ooh, very similar that votes this week. If Ooh. they – Get the footy and they yeah, do it. But, but they, they were did too it. worried about it. Yeah, and everybody else got the footy apart from the Port Adelaide place. So Port Adelaide coming into the worst on top five with seven. Other than that, does not change. But very similar votes as we get to the very pointy end of the Trumpet Award. Well, both of you are going over to Adelaide for this one. Brandy, a little bit early. Richo actually threw your name, threw you under the bus with your boss here at Sportsbet. Just yeah. said, why are you going over a bit early? Adelaide, Essendon. Dollar forty-two for Adelaide Essendon has not won a game away from home this year. Two dollars seventy-three. No, and they they travelled well last year. The Bombers they beat um, a couple of sides they in the beat state. West, West Coast. Coast was yeah. one of them. I think Adelaide win. I think it's going to be close, but I reckon the Bombers are going okay, but not good enough to beat Adelaide in Adelaide. Yeah, this is huge for the Crows because they've got some very very winnable games after this one, which you would probably pencil in. So if they can win this, I think this just about probably secures them the top eight spot. I think they will win. Uh, Essendon's pace could worry the Crows, but I just think on the tighter confines of the Adelaide Oval, I'm not sure they'll be able to get through. Um, so I think that I think the Crows will win just. I don't. Michael Hurley's a big out, isn't he? He's huge. Mm. Wasn't playing great footy, though. He's yeah, been touched still, up a little bit. Still a big out, I reckon. It is a big out, man. Saturday yeah. afternoon at the G, Richmond. Up last Richmond week. host Port Adelaide, $1.25 on offer for the Tigs. It's going along all right now, the Tigs. Yeah, Port Adelaide, $3.70. Too, too short for me to be betting on. I think Richmond will win the game, but you might like to look at the 1-39. to 39. Richmond, apart from the Gold Coast game, haven't been blowing sides away. No. Go, uh, Port Adelaide have been to the MCG this year and they beat Melbourne early on in the year. Uh, I think Richmond win. We've got the Lions at 26.5 points for that one. Mm. I'd be going Port Adelaide there. You're going Port Adelaide. I, I think... I think Port will respond because they that's what they've done for the last 10 weeks. They win, lose, win, lose. So I think they'll be better. I just think at the MCG, I think um, I think Richmond will win the game. And Tom Lynch, he is actually getting better as the year goes mm. on. He had his critics. Matty Lloyd had a crack at him a few months ago, but he's getting stronger in the legs, taking the most contested marks inside 50 in the comp. And he's, he's starting to look like the player they want him to be. So I think Richmond will win, but it, it will be closer than that suggests. Now, a game you can never discount as an absolute cracker, no matter how good or bad either of these sides are going. The Hawks, Geelong, Sunday. Hawthorne, $3.34. You wouldn't give them much chance, would you, against the Cats? They've been Collingwood a few weeks ago. You're a Hawks man. What I do you am. think? I, I don't think they're going to beat the Cats. The Hawks are going all right, but they're not going to play finals. And they're not going to beat the Cats? No, so. the Cats should win. Um, yeah. They did enough last week. The danger field was instrumental in getting them over the line, but it was just a tough scrap win against the Saints. Hawthorne going a lot better. I like um, Mitchell Lewis. I don't know why they haven't been playing How, Why was often. he dropped? Why was, it, why was he dropped? But he is a he very good find. So Geelong, but uh, it won't be a blowout. I, I think it'll be close. I'd give Hawthorne a, ch- a chance too. Ooh. So the, I don't know what the plus line is there, Hum, if you can tell us that. But 19 cat, and a half points. The, I cats, don't mind that. the Cats have only just been going the last month. 
they're, they're not playing their best footy, but I think they will win. Uh, Tim Kelly was down a little bit last week. I think he'll respond, but I, I just think I just think Geelong are just in a little bit of a trough mm. at the moment. I'll be casting my over half time. Helena, my seven year old, is in the little league. Oh, good. is this her first MCG. one? Yeah, it is one of the greatest things. Would, did you? You've been too young. Well, you got to do it on the real. Oh, yeah, I did it. He, my dad was the coordinator, so I yeah. got to do it about five or six times. It oh, is one so of the greatest. It is one of the greatest things that you'll yeah, ever do excited. as a kid. Hey, uh, just before we it's go, do as an adult. Too, Geelong three dollars fifty as your premiership. Knob. What did you say? Yeah. It's good to do it as an adult too. <laughs> well, unfortunately, D-grade ammo don't play the show. No, I don't, don't play at all. I'm done. Why did you I'm, quit? I told you last week. I've retired. I'm now. Sacked. I'm now a golfer. Hell, I'm playing golf today. Mm-hmm. Now, historically, Randy, this is a segment that you need to carry. It is. We pick the mind of Richo with just quick fire questions. He answers them. Off the top of his head, let's go. Are you inspired by Joffrey Collingwood? <laughs> <laughs> I, I get your point. And yeah. wearing the Richmond gear in that post wasn't on. But as I said, I was at work and I got the call to go out there urgently to drop a car back. And I didn't. What do you want me to take my clothes off and do okay. it? Just, next. What's your? I'll go. I've got one. What's your favourite feature of the Kia Stinger? The Kia Stinger, <laughs> probably the sports mode. Uh, <laughs> I noticed that you had your thumb cocked a lot last week getting ready to give the thumbs up. Why did you have it cocked for so long on TV? Can't you do two things at once? You know what, mate? It was actually a bit of an in-gag that we're having our production team behind the scenes. What was it? Explain this for those that don't know. Well, Richo was going to congratulate somebody. So there's him. Tim Kelly. Nat Edwards and there was Cameron Ling. So Nat Edwards and Cameron Ling are talking for a good two and a half minutes while Richo has got it. Handcock like this with the thumb ready to do the thumbs up to Tim Kelly, and he two and a half minutes like this, and then went, Ah, oh. you know what, Nate? I think the joke's on everyone else here. Yeah, no, it was funny. Hey, yeah. <laughs> hey what's faster, a Kia Stinger or a Cheetah? Probably the Cheetah, is it? I don't know. No, the what? Kia goes well. Yeah. This, you put it into the sports mode. If they made a motion picture, Richo Man, yeah, who would play you? Probably a young John Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> got, i got none left now. Okay. No, I recently <laughs> said on radio that David Roden was the nicest person I've ever met in football. Who's yours? I think I tend to agree. I don't think there's been a nicer person than Dave Roden. What are you afraid of? Snakes. What mm. song would you like Coward. to sing at your funeral? Ooh. Mm, gee, that's a good one. That is a good question. Probably better You've man. Probably all thought about it. Probably better. Might have said nice one. Yeah, that is. Hey, well, on the topic of death, would you would you kill ten people to save one? No, I would never kill anyone. Oh, so that is a weird. No, it's not. This is from a man who <laughs> punches cows, exactly, and has a shot of Jamisons every morning. Well done. Thank you. Oh, now last week you changed things up and I must say, Brandy, each week you just continue to impress us with your creative writing skills. You took it from the screen, the silver screen. To a song. To a song. And you nailed it. So much so that I went Triple M, so you're back to me. Now what are we – So we saw that um, Mitchie McGovern was dropped last week uh, against Sydney because he was underdone. Yep. They feel like he was overweight, probably hasn't been doing the right things. So uh, we've gone the Austin Powers scene with – Fat bastard. <laughs> Here it is. Wait a minute. He kind of looks like a baby. Come here. I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. Come on. Oh, come on. 
You're lucky, wee man! So with all due respect <laughs> to Mitchie <laughs> McGovern, oh, I'm going to play a couple of characters here because I don't think you guys want to be saying the word fat bastard. Okay. I can so I'm David Teague to start Are you going to do an accent? Speaking, no. David Teague speaking to their fitness coach. And so this is Teague. Allow me to introduce fat bastard. I mean Mitch McGovern. <laughs> and he goes, hi, Mitch. I can see that Adelaide diet will need to be looked at. How many meals a day are you eating? And he goes, and, and then there's a narrator goes, as this question is being asked, Mitch's attention is drawn to a smallish man with number 25 on his back walking through the change rooms. Get in my belly. <laughs> Come here, little fella. I'm higher on the food chain than you. Get in my belly. I've had a crap that are bigger than you. Get in my belly. And then Teague turns to his fitness coach and says, you know, publicly, it was a win-loss and poor performance that lost Bolte's job, but we were just concerned he was going to be eaten. <laughs> I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it works. You need to. You need to bring Richo in. I think for, to do another character. Okay. He wants to. We, did you want a character in that? I, next. Did Should we need, do it again? No, no. You need me to do it. <laughs> I can do it next. Okay. Yeah. All right, that will do us I for like round. You, I reckon you have another crack at a song next week. Too. Yeah, I did like the song. That will do us for round seventeen again. Thanks to our great friends at Hugo Wines. Now, if Hugo Wines need Richo to go and do a little, uh, a well, little think, story you know, in his Richmond gear. The Adelaide Hills, she might be able to drop Pop in. in. Do a little, do, do a little Instagram story. And Adelaide University. I wouldn't mind some more Grenache, but uh, please like, comment, subscribe, but most importantly, gamble responsibly. <laughs> <laughs>